Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's, let's start, start with, with Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. That's a great quote by the great author, Neil Donald Walsh. And if I can talk a little bit about comfort zone, right now I am outside of mine. In fact, the hardest thing that I've had to do today is press the record button to have this conversation with you. If you've been listening to the show for a while, I have been bringing new evidence, new conversations, new people for over 80 weeks. That's a long time. And I'm not sure if you've ever heard of writer's block. But currently, I have recording block. Every time I do an episode for you, I choose from something that I have either in my memory bank or I have hundreds and hundreds of books, both on my Kindle and on the shelf. I really want to impress you that the afterlife is real, that your loved ones are very real, and that you're a soul having a human experience. However, for the past few days, I've been thinking, what is this episode going to be about? So, have you heard the expression about getting out on the skinny branches? It's safe to be on the trunk of the tree, hanging on, but the higher you climb and the more out to the skinny branches you go, there's a big chance that you fall. And I think as human beings, we don't want to take risks because we may fall, we may get hurt. So I thought today, I'm going to practice what I preach and do an inspired conversation with you. Don't be afraid. There'll be good content, I promise. But in my journeys, I've learned some very real things about who we are. We are souls here having a human experience. We have wisdom beyond our belief. Not just me, you too. Not only the things that you've experienced in your life, but you are connected to a divine soul. And with all the different experiments that I've done with remote viewing and ESP and psychic abilities and mediumship, we all are tapped into the unseen world. It's true. It's real. And it's very easy to be caught up in the illusion that all we are is our mind and body. So many moons ago, I took a great course. And part of it was to tap into our own divine wisdom and the wisdom of the folks in the spirit world. So I thought today I could practice what I preach and do a completely inspired conversation. So I'm not sure where it's going to go. I do feel a little nervous, but I also know from when I wrote my book, We Don't Die, somebody gave me the great coaching 
that inspiration just doesn't fall upon our shoulders. It doesn't. Once we start the act, whatever it may be, inspiration will follow. An inspiration in spirit. So that's our own spirit within and also the spirit outside of us. The great painter Pablo Picasso wrote, inspiration does exist, but it must find you working. And then also the great Thomas Edison says, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Currently, my dear friends, Carrie McLeod and Philip Dykes have a course going on, on our weekly courses called Inspirational Writing. And they're talking about just what I'm talking to you about today. They go into it in greater depth, of course, but it's tapping into that place of our divine nature. It is learning to communicate with those who no longer walk this earth. Many people call it automatic writing. It is a way, a practice, if you feel drawn to it, to use to be able to communicate. Now, while it's true, in the beginning, it could be 1% them and 99% you, the idea is to practice. So what I am going to do is I am going to pause this recording for just a few minutes and do something that I know to do that works for me. It's to close my eyes, take a few deep breaths, and you can do this as well if you'd like to pause the recording. Imagine that in the pit of your stomach, you have a teeny tiny bright white light, as bright as bright can be. And that is your soul. That is your divine nature. Now, in truth, the soul is much, much bigger than we could even imagine. But for this visualization, imagine that that soul just keeps on growing and getting bigger and bigger. That bright, bright, bright light. At some point, it's so bright, it's got to come out of the pores and fill the room you're in. I believe that saying a little prayer helps Prayer being an intention. What is it that I'm looking for? What is it that I want? Having a pure intention of being of service, being able to deliver some words to you today that are going to make a difference in your life. And that will help you believe in the afterlife and more importantly, help you live your life right here, right now. So with that, I'm going to do this practice and then I'm going to press the record button again So I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. What I feel like sharing about right now after I tapped into that divine wisdom is I remember seeing a speech by Mike Dooley, who wrote many, many books. He always says, thoughts become things, so choose the good ones. While it is important to look at our thoughts, there was something that entertained me, but it really was thought-provoking. He said, imagine your car, you're in it, and you have a GPS. Now it might be on your phone, it might be a physical GPS, but what's the first thing you do after you turn it on? You have to program it where you want to go. So in my GPS, I would program home if I'm traveling somewhere else, and it would lead me back to home. Yes, sometimes I might automatically take a wrong turn or like a little kid, sometimes I get so caught up in the moment, I don't pay attention and I forget where I'm going, but it's only a matter of time and I hear recalculating. We human beings are like a GPS. We all have dreams. We all want to get the most out of life. We want to make it through life, but sometimes It may just be like we've jumped in the car without any direction. As much as I'm sharing this conversation for you, it's also for myself, it's for all of us humans. It is very difficult to be a human being. There is so much pain and suffering going on in the world right now. There is so much insecurity and Oh, I look on the news and so much going on with our financial institutions and inflation and the stock market going down and people are losing money. It is a scary time to live. 
I've paid attention to the news. I know about the devastation that's going on in so many communities, in so many very painful ways, so many people experiencing grief. It is easy to be caught up in watching what is happening and pay more attention to that than where we are going. Now, certainly it's important to stay informed and be aware of what's happening. However, sometimes it's important to turn off the news for a little while and tune into yourself to see who are you? Where are you on this journey? How old are you? Have you just started your spiritual journey? Do you think, oh my gosh, I'm older, maybe it's too late? Well, that's all nonsense, because wherever you are is absolutely perfect. It is as if you are in the car right now, today, starting a journey, but it needs to be programmed. So as I just sat for a few minutes to quiet my mind and blend with whatever divine nature I may have within or without, what is important for me right now is to be of service the best way I can be. Each and every week thus far, we've talked about the afterlife, reasons to believe, and that's all so important. I feel also we need to sprinkle in a little bit of nurturing, a little bit of letting you know where you are today is absolutely okay, that you've made it this far in life and you will continue. Again, things are scary out there. But when you look inside of yourself, and I think if you take some time just to slow down, quiet down, and start to get a little rumbling of what's important. For me right now, it's being of service. It is being with my mom, being the best person I can be, sharing as many ways as I can to help people who are suffering from grief or who are looking for answers. But the first step I know is to gain some clarity of who I am and where it is that I wish to go. And that's absolutely appropriate for each one of us. Because like I said, however many years you've been here on earth, you've accomplished whatever you've accomplished, you've gained knowledge and more things than you can even imagine. But we spend so much time living in a mind that is constantly looking for what's undone, Or what can I beat myself up on for something that happened in the past? You know, we live in this brain that constantly tells you who you should be, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't have done. And I don't know if you've heard this, but you should never should on yourself. It's not a good place to be. But it's a place that when we are working on autopilot, when we do not have our internal GPS set, that's where we go. We're going to go into our first break in a moment, but while we're away from each other, think about your life. How much of it are you running on autopilot from your past, the things you should be doing, shouldn't be doing, and how much are you actually driving the car to the destination that you have picked for yourself? Now, don't beat up on yourself. Please don't do that, but just pay attention. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay right there. There's more Sandra coming right up. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. 
Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are actually talking about inspiration, where it comes from, tapping into it, and I am using my inner inspiration right now to create this episode. As I was saying earlier, it is not an easy ride to be a human being, but one of the things that we do is we look for a little entertainment, don't we? There's a show on Netflix, which currently is the number one show. It's a comedy slash horror show called Stranger Things. I have seen some of the episodes before, and I can tell you I'm not really big on monsters and scary stuff, but I do like time with my mom. I like a laugh, and I like being entertained. In the show, it takes place in the 1980s. Now, I graduated from high school in 1984, so I get a pretty big kick out of seeing the clothes and listening to the music. In the show, there are two different worlds. There is the world that everyone lives in, And then they call it the Upside Down. And yes, it's a world with scary monsters. The reason I'm bringing this up to you is not because of the scary stuff. Because to be honest with you, I completely believe the scariest stuff in the universe is right here on Earth. We're already experiencing it. I'm not someone who believes in hell. I completely have faith that there is no hell for you, heaven for you. It's not like that at all. When we transition, we are all greeted by loved ones. We are all in this place of perfection. Hell and the scary stuff does happen here, not just with what people are doing out in the world and the pain and suffering, but also the internal hell that our minds can put us through. But in this show, Stranger Things, these kids and adults end up going into this other world. And the other world is identical to their current world with all the buildings and things. But of course, it's dark and it's scary and there's monsters. Why I'm talking to you about this now is not because of the monster part, but it's because of the reality of the afterlife. They call it the upside down, but I just want to have you imagine that right now around you is another world. It's vibrating. It's alive. There's people that live there and we just can't see it. We can't. We're part of it for sure. And it's very, very real. 
it has been said that when we pass, yes, our loved ones will help us across the veil. I like to imagine when someone crosses the finish line at a marathon that people are just waiting and cheering them on. And if you imagine that for yourself, who would be there? Loved ones, people you haven't seen in quite a long time. Oh, even your pets are there. We are welcomed into a place that is, like I said, a world within a world. It looks like what we have here. It's very comfortable like what we have here. It is said that there are colors that we can't see with our eyes right now, but it's a land very much like we are experiencing right here, right now. How do we communicate? With our thoughts, with our feelings. There is a feeling of love that we can't even imagine is possible. I have interviewed over a hundred people who have had near-death experiences. And they say that the love that they feel is the most intense and wonderful thing that they've ever felt. It is a feeling of pure joy and yeah, they can't even explain it. When we transition, there's no buddy judging us, but it is an internal journey of how was my life on earth? Who did I make a difference with? What could I have done differently? You get to see who you are through the most loving eyes, eyes of you, and you kind of get to assess yourself. And if this is the case in the afterlife, why can't it be the case right here, right now? If for whatever reason, today, this was it, and we got to take that journey into the unseen world, You got to be reunited with those people that you love. Let's just trust that there's no fear going forward. There's just this sense of excitement, kind of like you've booked your ticket to a dream destination and you have that excitement that you're going to go there. What do we do before we leave? We look back. What do we still need to do here before we leave? What needs to happen at the office? Who's going to feed the dog? Who's going to collect the mail? Those kind of things. And we can do a personal inventory right now, today, of where we are. But imagine having that opportunity to step forward and be able to look at who you are right now with the most loving set of eyes. And I mean, let's take a moment. Take a look. Who are you today? Now, One great thing that happens when we cross over is that negative voice that is always so critical of us just goes away. Oh, looking forward to that day. If you could look at yourself with the eyes of compassion and complete love, what would you see? You may tell yourself you were really hard on yourself in this life. You worked very, very, very hard. Maybe you spent a little too much time trying to be happy as opposed to just being happy. Maybe you spent some time thinking the more things you acquired or the better title you had for yourself, that it would mean something. But let's look at those times in your life when you were the happiest. And if I were to ask you that right now, What are the times in your life that you've been the happiest? Take a second. What are the times of your life that made you really feel joy or maybe a sense of accomplishment? Now, whether you're divorced or not, or whether you're in a significant relationship or not, maybe you can remember a time where you fell in love. Maybe the falling in love came when you held a newborn baby in your arms. Maybe the time came when you were with a group of friends or family and you had one heck of a laugh being at your favorite vacation spot or just being together doing something you love. 
Maybe you worked really hard to get through school and you're so proud of yourself for graduating from college, for example. Maybe you have a time that you can remember just holding the hand of someone very close to you. Or maybe you have the experience of having a kitty or a dog by your side and just running your fingers through their fur. Can you remember the sound of a child laughing? Or big kids laughing? Have you ever had one of those belly laughs that made your stomach hurt and your cheeks hurt from smiling and tears ran down your eyes? When we can look at ourselves from an outside perspective, from the perspective of someone who loves you the most, and I think that is our divine self, our soul, and not have judgments but just have compassion. Before we step into this life of being human, I have a sneaky suspicion that we knew what we came here for. But we also knew how difficult it would be. And no one really told us, or perhaps they did, that we would forget who we really are. So it's important to find ways to remember who we are. I know we're just midway through our conversation today, but I'm going to ask you to make a little promise to yourself right now, and that is to not be so hard on yourself, to not beat up on yourself, to look at yourself from the eyes of who you'll be when you cross over into the spirit world, and you really have some compassion and some love for this amazing person. In fact, if you were truthful and you could write down a list of all your amazing qualities, you know you have a bunch, don't you? We can either look at our lives from what is not done and feel fear and be caught up in the news and negativity, or we can set our eyes on being grateful for who we are, what we have, the journey that we've been on, and pay attention to the small things that bring us joy and live a life of wanting to make a difference for others. It's our choice. I recently read this and it made all the difference in the world. Eight things to remember when going through tough times. One, everything can and will change. Two, you've overcome challenges before. Three, it's all a learning experience. Four, Not getting what you want can sometimes be a blessing. Five, allow yourself to have some fun. Six, being kind to yourself is the best medicine. Seven, other people's negativity isn't worth worrying about. Eight, and there is always, always, always something to be thankful for. Pretty great. Well, we're going to head into the next break. And while you're listening to those commercials, I just want you to give yourself a big hug. You're a fabulous person. You've done a lot so far in this life. And looking forward, it's your life to live and to have some fun, enjoy explorations. Your dreams fulfilled are on the other side of your comfort zone. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, My name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. 
untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're having an inspired episode. (laughs) I want to share with you a couple of near-death experiences and just read them to you right now. You may be familiar to one of them. You're probably not familiar to the other. I want to start off with the story of Anita Morjani, and she had shared this story And she says, I believe that I died, yes, that I crossed over into the afterlife and back. And adding that the afterlife is like being in a really unlimited space and time. Anita was diagnosed with lymphoma in 2002, and she considers herself more spiritual than religious. Boy, don't many of us feel that way. But while she was losing her battle to cancer, she withered down to just 85 pounds and she was battling tumors from the base of her skull all the way down to her abdomen. In 2006, she slipped into a coma. And that's when she said she died and she crossed over into an afterlife. And in her words, she said, I felt as though I was above my body. It was just like I had a 360-degree peripheral vision of the whole area around. According to Anita, the author of the book, Dying to Be Me, she was reunited in that state with her late father, who told her to turn back. He said that I've gone as far as I can, and if I go any further, I won't be able to turn back. But I felt I didn't want to turn back because it was so beautiful. It was just incredible because for the first time, all the pain was gone. All the discomfort had gone. All the fear was gone. 
I just felt so incredible. And I felt as though I was enveloped in this feeling of just love, unconditional love. Citing an incredible clarity where everything started to make sense, she said she decided to return to her body because she believed it would heal very, very quickly. And it did. Within four days, her tumors shrunk by 70% and the doctors were shocked. She said, I kept telling myself that I know I'm going to be okay. I know it's not my time to die. Now, she's not alone in having this crossing over experience, as we all know. I want to tell you about Annabelle. She was diagnosed at the age of four with a chronic digestive disorder. And at the age of eight, she experienced intense pain and frequent hospital visits. Her father, Kevin, said she was always so sweet and so gracious. She wasn't making a big deal out of it, but she was suffering in silence. But unfortunately, the suffering started to overwhelm Annabelle. I told my mom, Mama, I want to die and go to heaven with Jesus where there is no more pain. I don't want to be in this much pain for the rest of my life, she said. And so I just wanted to give up. And sometimes, whenever I couldn't sleep, I'd kind of try and figure out what would happen if I did die. Then I decided my mom would come with me. My dad would stay and watch my sisters. Annabelle's mother, Christy, refused to believe what she heard. I remember thinking, she doesn't know anything about giving up. She's a fighter. Days later, Annabelle fell 30 feet from a tree branch that cracked while she was sitting on it with her sister. She claims that after bumping her head three times on the way down and falling into the hollowed-out base of the tree, she died and went to heaven. It was really bright, and I sat on Jesus' lap, and he told me, whenever the firefighters get you out, there will be nothing wrong with you. And I asked him if I could stay, and Jesus said, no, I have plans you need to fulfill on earth that you cannot fulfill in heaven. A few days later, she told her family about the experience. Her mom said she was very matter-of-fact about it all. Simply, this is what happened. Here are just the facts. Now, here's what's amazing. Annabelle had gone from taking 10 daily medications before her fall to taking none, and she is now symptom-free. She fell 30 feet head-first without any injuries or one bug bite, her mom said. She came out of that tree hours later, wet, muddy, and with scratches, and she's completely healed. Now, I'm not sure if I told you this story or not, but I had a friend that I met years ago named Jesse, who told me about a book called Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures. And it was written back in the late 1800s by a woman named Mary Baker Eddy. My friend Jesse explained that reading the book can lead us to knowing that we are these perfect spiritual creatures, that we are souls having a human experience. And it's written almost as if you're reading something from the Bible. That's the kind of wording it uses. But Jesse told me that she knew time and time again, when people would read the book, they'd have these miracle healings, just by understanding that there's so much more to them that meets the eye, that we really are these perfect spiritual beings. And when we can understand that's who we are, and that we stepped foot on this earth and have forgotten who we really are, but if we can be reminded of it, that we can heal. So while I am perfectly certain that we don't always heal, I think it is possible that we can heal our bodies. And if our bodies don't heal, perhaps something in our mind heals, which is just as important. We will all cross the veil into the other side. No one knows exactly what's going to take us into it. But I do think it's important to do everything we can to heal our mind and body. 
And so the story I want to tell you is that I had a friend named Travis who told me about his friend that was suffering from stage four colon cancer. Again, getting out in the skinny branches at that time, I was a little afraid to tell my friend that I had been studying all this afterlife stuff. But I told him about my friend Jessie and that she claims that she and so many people had had these miracle healings. She said, you know, even if you just read the testimonials section in the science and health book, you know, it can really make a difference. So my friend Travis decided to tell his friends about the book. They got a copy of the book and you can get a free PDF of it online so you don't have to buy it. But the woman spent hours reading to her husband who was in the hospital with cancer, reading him the testimonials section. I got a call back from Travis maybe a month later, and this gentleman's cancer, stage four, disappeared, completely gone from his body. So I'm going to leave that in your hands, (laughs) in your head. The power of belief is amazing. So if you think you can or think you can't, as Henry Ford says, you are right. Now, I do know in the case of my dad's passing, I was involved in all the life after death stuff. I had read about miracle healings. I did absolutely everything I could possibly do to try to heal him. From us talking positively and talking about gratitude to talking about miracle healings to learning alternative ways of nutrition and laying of hands for healing. And I have to tell you, he still passed. However, there is a much bigger picture because had my dad lived, and if he was living right now, there's not a doubt in my mind that I would be on this spiritual journey and talking to you today. The things that happen in our lives, I don't believe they're planned. I really don't because there's some God-awful, horrible things that happen to people. So I don't think that we sign up for them. I really don't. But I do think everything that happens can empower us to be the people we're supposed to be. So if you pay attention to your life, and if you're looking for what's your purpose in life, that's a question many people have at different times of their life. And I really don't think there is one main purpose. I think wherever you are today, it can be one purpose and down the road, it can be something else. But if you look to see in your life, what you've always been passionate about and who you've been being, what kind of person have you been being to other people? How you've lived life, what are your values? What are the things that bring you joy? And if you start dialing into those kind of things, you're going to get a sense of who you really are. Personally, I'm somebody who loves to have fun I love to share, and I like to make a difference. Everything that brings me joy, those things are involved. So as long as you have those things involved, you're going to find your purpose. On a side note, my mom and I watched a lot of the Platinum Jubilee celebrations that had been going on for Queen Elizabeth's 70th year serving as the British monarch. And I'm not sure if you've seen this picture on social media, but it shows the Queen on her balcony waving to the people below and next to her in slightly see-through picture are her husband, Prince Philip, and her parents, the king and the queen. Of course, they're all deceased. And I really love that photo because it reminds us that while we may think we are alone, our loved ones in spirit couldn't be any closer, supporting us, loving us, and really proud of us. Also, I was curious about the little girl, Abigail, who had fallen from the tree. And I want to tell you, she is healthy, well and a recent graduate of Texas Tech University. Also, her mom, Christy Beam, wrote a book called Miracles from Heaven, A Little Girl, Her Journey to Heaven, and Her Amazing Story of Healing. Something you might want to check out. So we're going to go into the break, and who knows what's next? You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Network. 
Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and what I am soulfully being guided to share with you right now is a recording from our friend Scott Milligan sitting in trance mediumship. And these are the words of Eric, who is someone who lives in the spirit world who speaks through Scott about the illusion of death. And also, I'd like to share with you what he says about what it is like to cross over that river, if you'd like to call it that, into the afterlife. May we then help to move you from your insecurity and into a stable understanding that the insanity that has been written by the hand of man that interpretates death is but a lie. Dying is the brother of life. Life gave you, but ripped you from the bosom, and death will return you, but will return you with the knowledge of life and the experience of the path you have walked, the friends you have made, the hearts that you have touched. There is no one 
ever truly lost. As if you are lost to your world, you are found by ours. It is a step upon a path where all of us will meet. Sandra, my dear, I trust that you are well. I am very well. Thank you, Eric. If it is pleasing for you, let us proceed with the usual manner. Absolutely. Until the time has come for me to step to one side, let me serve you and let me bring you smiles. Well, the first question is from me. <laughs> it's something I've heard you talk about before. From your point of view, when one of us crosses over into the unseen world, could you describe what it's like at the river? Well, my friend, as I have said on numerous occasions, the stream in which all of you will cross is merely a stream, a stream that carries you from one state to a new. For when your eyes dim and close for its final rest, you see all those who you have loved, all those who you may have forgotten, you'll instantly recognize and remember. For any family members that have loved animals, the animals will be there to meet you. Familiar faces of family will be there smothering you with love and the celebration that you have lived your life and the world has served its benign purpose. But I myself saw the sweet features of my dear wife as my body failed. I believed I was going to God's kingdom. As I closed my eyes from fear, I found peace and I saw my wife beckoning me into her arms of the strongest embrace that I have ever done. And I realized then that the pinch of pain was no more. And as I have observed many who have come, and stepped across the stream, no one has ever fallen or been washed away. It is a simple step that will change your view for eternity, that the world in which you have loved is merely a step upon progress. The pain that one may feel is washed away. They take a deep breath in, as truly this world takes your breath away and is replaced with love and wonder. All answers are found. All mysteries are solved. Grievances, which merely be a step can be resolved. Grievances that are cut deeply are forgotten, but you'll never see the one that has cut you. It is truly a sight that all of you will witness, but you must be patient. But it is the sweetest part of the sting of death. Death is merely a word that has been placed for a life that has lived, now lives on. It is not used for judgment. It is not used for punishment. It is there as the basic fact that you are born to be born again not coming back to the world in which you love in the manner where you are at this moment. You live life after life. 
This world in which you love is the shortest part of the journey. But in the shortest part can cause you such pain and sorrow. It can also grant you much joy and happiness. In this short part, many may see war and suffering, or find heaven, find environment which is barren, or find life all around. But this short step is a step that all must take, no matter how long or short you draw breath. You are here only for a moment. Treat it kindly, but a short life can leave such impact that is felt beyond your years. Every Friday, we get to sit with Scott and hear inspiration like this. And it never ceases to amaze me, the conversations that we can ask any question. And this gentleman never misses a beat especially with all the things that are going on right now in the world. Children cross over. They're met by loved ones and family members. They continue to grow in the afterlife. They can return to the age you remember them if you should have a child that has departed this earth before you did. And you can continue to live together. Anything we can do here in this earth, we can continue to do in the afterlife. So we don't miss out. In the beginning, I was talking about inspired speaking and inspired writing, and there was a question posed to our group, and no one knew what the question was, and we were to tap into our own divine wisdom and answer the question. And I want to read to you what came out of my inspiration. Night and day are two sides to one thing, as a coin has two sides. The magic within each and every human is theirs to be discovered. Like the coin, when you look at it, there is one meaning. Flip it over and you see something entirely different. Which is right, which is wrong. To see only one side of a coin, it is easy to have an opinion. In fact, you think that is the truth. The person seeing the other side of the coin sees something completely different, which becomes their truth. Of course, the answer is to realize that it is only when you recognize that it is a coin that you are viewing, can you see the two sides and the importance of the two sides. You can feel the compassion for the viewers, knowing that maybe they are simply ignorant of the coin in total. The answer does not lie within the coin to your question. It is the viewer that enjoys life and gets to discover that for him or herself. As life progresses, you see and hold many coins. The coins represent your situations, difficulties, opportunities, learnings, and people. To live your life looking from each side of the coin and being caring to see the views of yourself and others and to see the situation from the views and emotions of growth, you can lift yourself up and realize that you are not only the viewer, but realize that you now possess a large bag of coins. Those coins, those learnings are what is important to your soul, my friend. You come to earth with an empty purse. At the end, you depart with the perfect amount of coins for your earthly life. That growth and wisdom is your purpose for life. Enjoy it and don't be so fast to judge others as they too have a bag full of coins to fill. I literally sat with just the intention of answering a question. And as words came to my mind, after sitting in that practice of imagining that golden light within, I just wrote the words as I heard them. So it is ultra important that we all know that we have a divine soul that we can tap into. Be forewarned, negative stuff comes from our imagination and our subconscious mind. You know, sometimes when you feel goosebumps and you just know to your core, when the truth is said, it's done with love, it's done with intelligence, and it's done to make a difference with you in your life. So our episode today is coming to an end. I hope you've enjoyed it. 
what was scary for me starting out is now just feeling like I've just received a big hug. So with that, our home base is wedontdie.com. Please feel free to come join us on a Friday or to our free Sunday gathering, or you can check out the course of Inspired Writing with Carrie and Phil. I'll have that on the store page. No matter when you listen to this, you can still access it. My name is Sandra Champlain, and just a big, giant thank you for being on this journey. You are loved. You are magnificent. You are special. You are one of a kind. Please don't be hard on yourself. Wherever you are right now is perfect. All right. So you've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. 